Every Monday through Thursday, we bring you a new story on the theme of power, culture, or the future, handpicked from theoutline.com. I'm your host, James T. Green, and this is The Dispatch. Today, Jeff Winkler revisits the murder of eight people in Ohio. Eight members of single family executed in their homes in a matter of hours. On Friday, April 22nd, eight members of the Rodin family found shot and killed, execution style. But why? Police won't give a motive. The motive for the killings remains unclear tonight, but the Rodin family was clearly targeted. Eight of them killed execution style. End of April 2016, um, eight people were found murdered um, in their uh, homes in uh, Pike County, Ohio. I hollered at Kenneth. I said, Kenneth, can you hear me? No response. I turned around and looked at Luke. I said, Luke, I said, you don't need to see this. Seven of the victims were found on a single property, and a few hours later, a final victim um, was found at another location a few miles away. All related, um, uh, most of the family was from the Roden family. Um, there was also um, someone from the Gilly family who was in a relationship with one of the Rodens. Um, and yeah, it just, it was happened overnight. They found all these bodies. It was the largest um, mass shooting in 2016 after the Pulse nightclub shooting. I walk up to the foot of the bed and I dra- raised my head up and looked and seen blood in his eyes. And I knew then he was dead. No suspects were ever named. Um, The closest they got was a brother of uh, one of the victims. His name is James Manley, and they arrested him for tampering with evidence because he... uh, took off the um, tracker they put on his truck. And um, that was the closest they ever got to any suspects or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, family had, uh, they had found large grow operation on the on the uh, property. So, you know, the only thing the authorities would ever really say is that these people were doing some kind of drug dealing. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's all you ever heard. It was, that was it. This classic tale of, you know, um, fly over country in misery and pain and um the media sort of focused on that and um two two years later i wanted to see um you know how folks were doing getting on because i think a lot of the coverage is always focused on the sadness and depression and poverty and whatnot and there is so much more to um fly over country or trump country whatever you want to call it than just the sort of normal um tropes i'm really curious so like what you found since revisiting the story years later like what what new has popped up well nothing new has popped up it's still i mean we're two years on and um i mean it's still unsolved as far as uh officials are concerned they haven't released any new information um no suspects and um you know 
I'm still working on the case, they say. But um, I mean, what's different is that, you know, the victims, families, and the town um, haven't moved on per se, and they still live with it. But there is a, um, a happiness um, that doesn't get portrayed, I think, a lot. There is a uh, com- sense of community. There is a sense of belonging that um, I saw everywhere when I was when I was visiting. Uh, the Pike County, uh, the annual uh, Dogwood Festival was happening, and everyone is out smiling. You know, I went to a, a church service where Leonard Manley, um, the father of one of the victims, was there and, and happy and smiling. Um, and that's something you didn't see in the normal coverage. He was a, a grieved, angry father, rightfully so. But here, here was he was having fellowship with uh, people in his community, and I think that was a um, an amazing thing to see. Just of, of everybody, there's just the amount of strength and the amount of uh, happiness and fellowship that, uh, again, you don't really see portrayed as much in the uh, normal narrative. I like to say that I'm the mother of Christopher Senior, and the mother of Kenneth and I'd just like to say from my mother's heart that I hurt so bad inside from the day that I found out I like to say if there's someone out there that knows anything about what happened, would they please, please come forward? That was Jeff Winkler. To read the full story, including incredible photos from their visit, head to theoutline.com. The Outline World Dispatch is produced and hosted by me, James T. Green. Today's story was edited by Leah Finnegan. We use music from APM for today's episode. And our theme is by John Lagomarsino. Thanks for listening. <laughs>